Uh, Michael, I remember a few years ago when you were about that high and uh, seeing your mother and father baptized in our hot tub and uh, then seeing you grow and grow in the Lord and it's just a joy to be able to be here and be with you and to see what you're doing and it's also a joy to be back in Calgary to see what you as a church is doing as well and to be able to spend some time informing you a little bit more about the the work that's going on in Ukraine. Uh, Mary Lee and I thank you so much as a congregation for your involvement with us. I don't know exactly how many years it's been but you have been a very big, big, big blessing in our life and the way that you've supported us, the way you've prayed for us, the way you've cared for us in so many, many ways. And we just are so, so grateful and thankful for that. Um, this morning, I wanted to uh, share a few things with you. One thing that I just wanted to share real quickly before we get into the actual uh, presentation. Uh, I gave Mary Lee a scare before I... We left Ukraine. Uh, we were supposed to fly out on Friday, Saturday, uh, and on Wednesday, I came home, and I was hurting very badly, and I thought, uh, something's wrong. Uh, she said, uh, we, I said, well, I'll just take some, you know, some pain reliever, and I'll be okay in the morning. Didn't sleep real well during the night. The next morning, I thought, I've got to get up, and I've got to go teach, because I'm teaching, so I've, I've got to go over to the school. She said, no, you probably ought to stay in bed today. I said, no, I've got to go teach. I very gently got down the stairs of our building, which are many stairs. And then once I got down the stairs of the building, got over to the school, I got our assistant administrator, Natasha, and I said, I think you need to call Dr. Natalia, who's one of our Christian doctors over there that's a member of the church, and I need to go to the hospital. Well, uh, several hours later in the day, Mary Lee got a call from Natasha and says, they're keeping him in the hospital. Uh, I had a case of diverticulitis, and so they started pumping me full of uh, antibiotics very quickly and getting right to it, and they did a good job, very thankful for that. But one kind of funny thing that happened, Mary Lee came to visit me at the hospital, and uh, they have now really gotten to where they are much, much cleaner in the hospitals over there. They're really learning cleanliness. And so... uh, you go in and you put two grievna into the machine and a little capsule comes out and you pull out of that capsule these little things that fit over your shoes to keep the hospital clean. Well, Mary Lee had gotten into the hospital just a little ways and one of the nurses says, Jenshina, Jenshina, and started jabbering at her. And Natasha said, we've gone too far. We're supposed to already have those on our feet. And so uh, Mary Lee stopped and got those on her feet walked about another five or ten feet, and there were a bunch of cats running down the hall. (laughs) So they're learning some things, but some things they're not. But uh, So you go into their hospitals, and you may find cats and dogs running up and down the hall. Uh, Anyway, we're, we're always learning new stuff over there, enjoying our work and enjoying what's happening. One Lord's Day, I was about to preach on the resurrection, and you're singing on the resurrection today. And uh, as I was preparing to speak, I was looking up this cross that was up at the front of their building. And I thought, you know, it, it's a, a neat-looking, stylized cross. And I thought, that's, that's great. And I said, you know, 
so many times we go into church buildings and you see these crosses up there. But you know, I said one thing that I think I've never seen in the front of a church building, and I'm not sure exactly why, but I have never seen a depiction of the open tomb, the resurrection. And it gave me an idea. I thought, for our graduation this year, we're going to have a great theme. And the theme that we're going to have is messengers of hope. And so we designed the open tomb up at the front of the, the school there and designed everything, made it merely always makes it real pretty for us and stuff. But anyway, we were trying to depict that idea, messengers of hope. And I thought, you know, it would be so neat if we had, a, had some little pins that would go on everybody's uh, you know, jackets or something. And instead of a cross, because when some people see a cross, they just naturally think, okay, I understand that. But have something that depicts an open tomb that has no wording on it. And people would come up to it and say, hmm, what is that? Well, let me tell you about the hope that we have in Christ Jesus our Lord. And of course, I thought about that and I thought... Your work in Ukraine is about being messengers of us being messengers of hope. We're not getting it all on the screen, but that's uh, we'll have to deal with that. But here's the passage of scripture that's in the book of First uh, Peter, and it says, "But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have." And this is a part of what, our, what we're doing constantly in Ukraine. We're trying to give this message, this message of hope to people. And so you're participating in that. You're helping. So you're a part of the work that we are doing there. And, of course, sharing hope with many people is one of our big things that we're trying to do. Preparing people to share the hope that they have. And then through the giving to the needy and the orphans and so forth, we're also then being able to give that hope. Not sure why not all of this is not coming out, but it's not. Uh, that I don't think there's anything we can probably do about it at this point. Uh, I want to show you this because there's a lot of people in this world that don't have a lot of hope. Dunnett's this year was having the World Cup and they had these big signs up, Donetsk welcomes you. But I think it's interesting that they had put this huge, huge, huge sign over one of these buildings that doesn't look very good. It just is a rundown building that doesn't look very good. And so they ended up putting this kind of as a facade to make it look better. Mary Lee and I will frequently walk down one of the streets of town, and there's one of the, one of the buildings that we walk by frequently. And as we walk by that building... We noticed that there is uh, this building that had been there for a long time. Somebody had bought, gutted the whole thing, was getting ready to, you know, rebuild it. Evidently ran out, of, ran out of money. And so it looked terrible. But they found a way to fix this, at least for the time of the World Cup. They just put a facade over the building. I thought it was kind of interesting as they put this facade over the building. You can see that it's kind of made out of uh, kind of plastic type stuff. And they have windows on it. But instead of looking inside the building, it's like you're outside the building, but you're looking at a scene on the... <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny looking, really. Uh, but, you know, as I reflected on this and saw what they had done to this building, I thought, how many of us are that way? Our lives don't really have hope. We're not really where we need to be with the Lord. But we look good on the outside. 
Everything seems to look okay. And I thought, you know, what we've got to keep on doing is helping people who don't have hope and don't have real life, but instead a facade in their life, help them to learn how to have hope in their life. One of the beautiful things that's happened uh, this year is that we've done a lot of work on renovating the building at uh, UBI. And many of you have seen pictures of the terrible building in the past, but I wanted you to see some of the changes that have been made that many of you have been involved in by the contributions that you have given, and many other people as well. This is the room that belonged to the drug dealer uh, that we had to deal with for a long, long time. Uh, it was a mess dealing with him, but finally we were able to buy out the second floor, and now we've been able to renovate that, and now you see one of the new student rooms. And it's beautiful. The students are so, so thrilled, not just to have the niceness of the rooms, but to have that drug dealer out of there and not having to deal with him on a constant basis. This was the old kitchen, and you can't quite see the sink because it's too far down on the screen. But uh, anyway, on that, that uh, old kitchen, it was terrible, terrible, terrible. But with people's help, we've been able to redesign and have a new kitchen there. Students are really, really enjoying it. We put in three sets of tables there. We thought it was going to be a little bit too crowded, and we asked them, said, is this too crowded for you? They said, oh, no, we love it because in the evening we can put those tables together, put the chairs all around, and have our devotionals in here. And so it's, it's working out to be a great thing for the students. This, of course, was the old shower. Uh, looked terrible. They had to climb. Well, the students didn't use this one much, but anyway, the people that did use it, would, they would get up there and put water in the hot water in the tank above and then open the little spigot and so they could have their shower. And the students are very thankful to have new showers there. So another blessing for, for the students. This was the old shower room where in, and the sinks were in pretty bad condition. Now they're much newer, much nicer. They're thrilled to have this. We've got signs all over the place. I put signs all over the place, you know, to be sure and clean up after yourself. Consider the next person that's coming in. We're trying to teach them to take care of things, and that's a part of their education over there. Of course, this is one of the old toilets. Unfortunately, this doesn't go down far enough to see how horrible, horrible, horrible that old toilet was. But anyway, they're very thankful to have the new ones. And this is a real blessing to, for them to have. Uh, but, you know... This was the old building front, and it looked very tacky, uh, terrible on the outside. Because of Euro 212, they said to us, you've got to completely redo the front of your building and make it nicer. And uh, we said, well, we don't really have the money to do that. Uh, they said, well, we can turn off the electricity and the water for your building. They said, we said, we'll find the money somewhere. And uh, so anyway, we were able to get the front of the building, and it looks so, so much nicer than it used to as well. But when you come down to it, it's not renovated buildings that's a real blessing. The real blessing is the changed lives that happen in people. You know, you can have the nicest building, but if you aren't changing lives, if you aren't doing what needs to be done for Jesus Christ, then it's really not that meaningful. But we are seeing lots and lots of change lives as we share the hope in Jesus Christ that we have. One of the places that we share the hope, actually I'm going to stop that one for a second, one of the places that we share the hope is down in Crimea in a seminar. I want you to see this little 
clip here, and it's me preaching down in Crimea with a translator. I thought it might be interesting for you to see that particular thing happening. as we share this kind of message of love and hope and, and the gospel, there are many people that respond to this. And uh, it was a joy this year to look out into the Black Sea and see several people lined up being baptized at the same time. I'm not sure exactly how many baptisms we had that on that occasion. I think there were about 14, 15, something like that. But anyway, it was just a joy to see these people and to see the joy that's on their faces and on their hearts as they praise God that they have been saved uh, and are now a part of the family of God. And it's just beautiful to watch that, to see that occurring. This was a man that was down at the front of the seminar. He was sitting down in an area about down here, and I noticed that he was looking very intently at our translator, watching her face, and uh, I wondered what was going on, and then I later found out that he was deaf and he was reading her lips, but he was learning the gospel. And he became a Christian at the seminar as well. That was beautiful to see. Mary Lee's very involved at the seminar in talking and visiting with a lot of the other ladies, encouraging them, strengthening them, and helping them. And uh, she's a big part of it. Uh, Before I give you this next video, I wanted to say that uh, one of the things that we're always interested in to see what kind of effect people from the Ukrainian Bible Institute are having in Ukraine. There were about 500 people that were at this seminar, but we had a good representation from UBI, from our graduates and from our students, and I just asked them to stand up to kind of see how many of them were there, and it was, it was neat to see this. So anyway, it, it, the, the Americans that were there, they had, we had about 14 Americans there at that time from Eastern European missions, and they were really impressed with the amount of people that were there that were involved in the seminar, that were helping teach others, that were encouraging others, that were strengthening others, that were representing the Ukrainian Bible Institute and the work that we're doing in Ukraine. Of course, one of the things is change in people's lives, and this is a guy by the name of Dmitry Stupuchkin, uh, I'll expect you to remember that after I get through here. 
Uh, he's from Sevastopol. Uh, he was uh, actually taught by one of our graduates, Sergei Zabrutsky. And uh, Sergei taught him. He became a Christian, but his family did not become Christians. His wife, in fact, was very opposed to him becoming a Christian. And, but his life really took a change in the right direction. It's beautiful to see what was happening in his life. But for several years, he was not able to reach to his wife, reach out to his wife. So he decided he needed to learn more. So he wanted to come to the Ukrainian Bible Institute and learn what he could so that he could, you know, help his wife. Uh, he eventually went back to where they were living, uh, talked to his wife about the gospel. She became a Christian. They were still having struggles in their marriage. But... Uh, he brought her to that seminar. She eventually, in the week later, came up to the Ukrainian Bible Institute, sat in some of the ladies' classes. And one of the ladies' classes that she sat in was one that Mary Lee was teaching on, on family relationships, marriage, and so forth. And uh, during that week, they decided that they wanted to renew their vows. They'd been married for 23 years. And they renewed their vows that week. And it was a great chapel that we had that morning as they renewed their vows in in, in the Lord. And uh, so now then, Dimitri and Natasha, doing great. You see a little bit of fire there. That was some sparkler type things that were on their cake. So we had quite a chapel service that morning with fire and everything. Uh, but it was great. And then about uh, the last week of school, his daughter came to the school. She sat in on some of the classes. One of our students began to start working with her. His name is Vadim. And Vadim taught Masha uh, to know the Lord. And on the last day of school, she was baptized into Christ. And so the whole family is now united in Christ. We love to see these things happening. Now we've got another messenger of hope that's involved in teaching and uh, sharing the gospel. Here's a group of our ladies, uh, beautiful messengers of hope. Mary Lee works continually with them, helping them to grow. We have some amazing, amazing things happen with ladies. Uh, one of the congregations sent over some Bible school supplies and materials, and we've given them to the ladies so that they can use them in teaching children. They were delighted to receive those things. To honor Mary Lee, they had fixed up some very nice dessert on the last day of the class and uh, honored Mary Lee, thanking her for what was done. Uh, we have a, one of our graduates that's working uh, in Severodonetsk. Uh, his wife, Lena, Elena, is doing a great job with the ladies there teaching more and more ladies, and the ladies' group there is growing. Uh, Olga, that's over on the side of the screen, she also came to the school. Mary Lee and Natasha got to go to a thing this year called Come Before Winter, and it was a very inspirational, wonderful time for her and Natasha, and a real time of growing in the Lord. Of course, we're constantly trying to prepare people to share their hope in the classroom, and through special training that we do with them. We do a lot of practical teaching as well. And in this is one of the classroom shots where we're trying to teach them basic concepts of the gospel and of every book in the Bible and other related subjects. The students take great notes. They use those notes then to go out and teach others. And then we give some practical classes. This is a practical ministry class. There's a picture of the students praying together before, they, uh, before the evening is done. And then they'll, in the daytime, pray together and go out many times and do evangelism. This is some of the young men that are preparing for evangelism, preparing to go out and try to reach out to other people. 
And they get all prepared. They go out. They speak to people on the streets and do their very best to teach and preach the gospel everywhere that they go. And they go to a lot of the different congregations around the Dunnett area, our students do. And they'll say to them, do you guys need some help in evangelism? We'd like to help you. We'd like to help you teach you how to do that and work with you on that. And so they do. And, of course, the result is people being baptized into Christ. We praise God for that. And uh, this is uh, constantly going on in Ukraine. Very thankful. We also, this year, we're helping Eastern European missions distribute Bibles and literature, Bible-related literature in other regions of Ukraine. And our students would go and, and help distribute this material. The people who were receiving it were joyous about being able to have these kinds of new materials that they had never seen before, but that will help them. And, of course, we're always constantly giving to the needy and through the money that is given here at Calgary and different uh, times we give a lot of this, uh, give to the needy, to children that need hope. And, of course, supplies are always going out to help the needy. This is one of our graduates. His name is Alexei. Uh, he's delivered, delivering some of the clothes to a rehab center that he works with. Uh, some of the supplies go to Slavic's rehab center, another rehab center. Sometimes our students will receive some of the clothes that are sent over and they will find clothes that they can take to other needy people that they know and use it as an outreach for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have graduates that are working with children in orphanages and teaching them, having Bible classes, having worship services in the orphanages, and that's always exciting. Beautiful to see these children's faces. The ladies at the school are constantly working with the clothes, sorting them out, deciding where they need to go the most. In the past, Calgary sent over several shipments of clothes. There are other congregations that are sending over clothes, medical supplies, all kinds of things now as well. There's a group of ladies in New Mexico that are making quilts. And they, we give out these quilts to the, to, in the hospitals and to children in need. Uh, they actually even made quilts for every single one of our students this year. And that was real special to our students. They really enjoyed receiving them. Of course, at the Children's Hospital, it's always neat to be able to give those blankets, give help to people. This is one of the ladies who works with us constantly. She had a neighbor that has just had twins. She, she wanted some blankets to take to them. And she, of course, when she goes and takes those blankets, I know that she'll talk to them about the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it creates more and more open de doors. These are all abandoned babies that will end up going into the orphanages. We uh, brought some blankets for them, and uh, we appreciate so much making the blankets and sending the blankets. Of course, we always are touched when we look into the eyes of these special children, uh, these precious little children that are many times abandoned or orphaned, and we're always grateful that we're able to help them in some way. This is a little boy. He actually had received this T-shirt. I wish you could see more of the T-shirt, but on the T-shirt it said, No Jesus, and he was very proud of that T-shirt. Of course, I always remind us again, we need to be this kind of people. We need to be people who, in our hearts, set a Christ, apart Christ as Lord. And we need to always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks the reason that we have for the hope. And so that's what we are constantly needing to do wherever we are, whether we're in Ukraine or whether we're here. Now I want you to see this video 
the very end. This woman was caught in the act of adultery, but now she's forgiven. This woman was an atheist, but now she's a believer. This man was in drugs, but now he's free from drugs because of Jesus. This man was in prison, but now... He's free in Christ. This girl was an unwed mother. But now she's married to Christ. This man was an alcoholic. But now he's filled with the Spirit. Worthy is the Lamb.
some Down syndrome, and can't see, can only hear. Which is a sweet, sweet little guy. He's speaking right now. This was a brother from Breckenridge, Texas, and the kids really loved him, really enjoyed him. delivering mattresses to a tuberculosis hospital. 
This is some brethren in Spearman, Texas, that have gone to a Walmart and are buying supplies, and a lot of these they will be shipping over to Ukraine. This young lady said, oh, what a joy it is to give. There's, of course, some of the boxes that come, and we're able to share so many things with so many people. Clothes, medical supplies. It's really a joy to be able to share them. A new refrigerator, diapers. Messengers of hope. Worthy is the Lamb. Slava Bogu. Praise God. takes thousands of dollars to run the school and did I lose my microphone Thank you. <laughs> uh, and we're so thankful for the help that you guys give and we appreciate everything that you do for us and uh, of course anytime that you have extra funds that you want to give to help in any way it can be given in this congregation and they will make sure that they get it to the work in Ukraine So we just want to say thank you so much. God bless you. Uh, You're wonderful people. God be praised. Uh, Just before uh, I pray with the Rogers here, just uh, some information for... um, You know, J. Don said earlier that... He baptized Brenda and I in his hot tub, and he said it's not about renovating buildings, it's about renovating lives. And this couple have been doing that all their life, doing their part for Christ. It's Christ who does the renovations in the heart. Amen. And they know that, but they do their part. And if you look at our mission statement on the wall to my, you're right, to reach the world for the Lord Jesus Christ one person at a time, these people are an encouragement for us to get going, to get doing. We don't have to go to another land. It's right here in our land, right here in our city. And if I, you have no idea what it does to my heart to see my son Michael with his arm around Jadon, praying over him and for him, when 30 years ago, Jadon was praying that Michael would have a family that stays intact. 
as Jesus Christ renovated our life. Let's pray for them. God, we are so thankful for J. Don and Mary Lee and for their eagerness to serve you, to go to the Ukraine and, uh, and share the gospel there. And Father, we are grateful people here that we have an opportunity to support them in the easiest way, such an easy way, to give of our resources. They give their time, they give their energy, they give themselves. But thank you for the opportunity that we have to support them in that. I ask a blessing on them, Father, as they continue to uh, serve in the, in, the, in the time left in their life and the, and the years ahead. We know it's all in your hands. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.